You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, you're going to find out where we are because we are not at home. <laughs> we are traveling quite a bit, uh, so stick around for a big, big surprise. Uh, we talk about the MLS Cup playoffs. We just got back from New England. NYCFC moves on. David Ochoa is talking smack. Bobby Wood is succeeding. Uh, and uh, we do some bottom bins in Coleman Bowl and, t- and look at some of those plays uh, and, uh, and a whole lot more. That's right. Plus, we give a shout-out to Daryl Grove. It's his birthday. Uh, so please remember him a year gone. We absolutely love you, Daryl. We hope you're watching and we hope you're laughing along with us. Also, we hope you like this uh, interview that we have because we talked to Tim Howard, the legend. <laughs> I, I try to talk to Tim Howard, but Christian is is just going goo goo gaga over this interview. He gets to talk to I the- keep kiss, kissing the screen. <laughs> Dude, you're dirtying my laptop. Uh, he's the reason why Christian is an Everton fan. And, uh, you know, we ask him a couple questions, including... If we were ever hypothetically in Liverpool, what should we do? That and more today <laughs> on the Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Where <laughs> okay, where in the world are Alexis and Christian? <laughs> hey, it worked out. I was like, he's going to lose it. Cooligans doesn't fit in there, and he went with the first names. Very nice. Oh, man. What is good, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Cooligans. That's right. And Oh boy, there's 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 a lot to unpack uh-huh. today. It's not just the funniest; it's also the gulliest, but it's also the most sleep deprived right now. <laughs> I mean, we are we have been traveling all over, and it doesn't <laughs> right. stop. <laughs> right, as of uh, I, look at this moment right now, we had just we have just gotten back home uh-huh. from. Uh, from New England, from the, the the bright lights of Foxborough, Massachusetts, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big city, as they That's call right. it. The big pair. <laughs> uh, nothing is there and everything shuts down at 9 p.m., by the way. <laughs> you know what else gets shut down? The New England Revolution. <laughs> they yeah, got look, the New England Revolution are out of the playoffs. Uh, NYCFC uh, won uh, in penalties. One of the greatest games I've ever seen live. I mean, unbelievable. Roller coaster of of emotions for both teams, but NYCFC came out victorious uh, in this game. So amazing. that so that so people know exactly how we're feeling right now. So people they know the tone, they know how we feel, they know how tired we are. But there's also more because we, not only are we going to talk about that game, but we're also going to talk to an absolute American icon, legend. Tim Howard is going to be joining us today. The real Tim Howard, not like the accountant, you know, from Long Island. Okay. This is like a not, real. We we uh, usually we can only get Tim Horton, yeah, uh, yeah, but no, yeah. we got Tim Howard. And this we're like, time. stop showing us your Tim bits. <laughs> uh, yeah, goalkeeper for obviously uh, of the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, legend, First of all, who uh, listens Everton. to this show that needs an explanation as to who he is? You know what I mean? <laughs> Insanity. Some people. You know what? Some people might need the help. Uh, but we are going to talk to the, the the former U.S. men's national team, Colorado Rapids, Everton goalkeeper. Wow. And we, have, and we can also announce officially, mm-hmm. as if you're watching this, we are currently in 
Liverpool. We are going to Goodison Park. Everton is going to be taking on Arsenal. Alexis's Arsenal. And the Cooligans Classico is going to be witnessed live by us. That's right. We Let's didn't get go. to see it in Florida. So we're going to go to sunny, beachy Liverpool, <laughs> England <laughs> in December. So- this episode is going to be jam-packed. Uh, we're excited about about the, the the trips we've gone on in the past, the trips we're going on, the, where, where we currently are right now. Uh, so let's begin today with, uh, we have to talk about, obviously, the playoff game that we just attended. We yeah. uh, not only, we, we, we went up to Foxborough a little bit early. We kind of filmed almost what was like a WWE promo. You know right? what I mean? What do they call those? <laughs> they don't call them promos. They call them something they else. Call them oh, they, call they call them promos. Do they call them promos? I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. wrestling. Uh, but yeah, we uh, I think the, the the gentleman that we work with over at NYCFC who directs all of our stuff, the, the great Tanner, uh, he was just like, hey, man, you know, just do like a n- nice light intro. And I went into full rose mode. I was like, nah. I was like, yo, I drove four hours. Oh, I'm getting it out. Right. Yeah. I'm going in with full confidence that we're going to leave victorious. You know, and some when, would say we're the reason why they won. No one would say, would say that, say but that. some would say you know, some might the say The two it. people in, in the conversation right now would say that. Okay? I said it and you said it. So therefore, that's everybody I know. That is multiple. That's people. That is multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not just person. Uh, but, you know, the, 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 there's always the when you go in with too much confidence and especially with that's all we have. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Uh, just a, <laughs> we have confidence so like, and we're, we're nothing to back it up. We're more of a braggadocious leading <laughs> type of group. But also this was the greatest team in MLS regular season history. Right. And, but they had just had a 23 day layoff, which mm-hmm. probably is what did them in. I mean, NYCFC played great, but they had to fight against that 23 day layoff, I think. With that, yeah, and look, giving up a goal in the in the third minute of the game, I think highlights that exactly. Mm-hmm. But then they ended up uh, scoring uh, eight minutes into the game. Uh, but uh, look, this, this, to me, this was the best matchup in the MLS Cup playoffs uh, so far. Like they, were, they, these two teams were evenly matched, and 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 it, it really did feel like. You know, we didn't. We went in confident because that we want we want to be. You want your team to win, but. It's it's when when the revolution tied it up in in the second half of extra time, when when players could barely walk, everybody was cramping. The the I mean the performance from Tavon Gray, who could uh, the dude had one leg uh, oh. towards the end of that game. And we were down to it. seven guys and half a Tavon. <laughs> That's what we were left with, and I still can't believe we we managed to hold that hold that uh that I I guess the tie. Uh, for six minutes to get it to penalties, which right. look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. MLS is different than every other league. You know, every other league, it's like you got to win your home games and you got to win a bunch of the away matches. And whoever ends at the end of the season at the highest, they win. In MLS, you want to do that if you want to win Supporter Shield. If you want to win MLS Cup, you got to go into the playoffs hot. Yeah. No team hotter right now than NYCFC, maybe RSL, who keeps. You know, the cardiac kids over there, uh, they, they seem to be playing really well. But NYCFC undoubtedly right now is the best team left in the playoffs, I think, or at least the hottest, the most momentum. OK, that, it, look, uh, the next game against the Philadelphia Union, who, who are also playing very, very well. Uh, you know, this it, it's the, the possibility is, look, if NYCFC wins against the, the Philadelphia Union and RSL defeat the Portland Timbers, the MLS Cup final will be hosted at 
Yankee Stadium, okay? The greatest soccer field of all time. <laughs> the outfield the, of Yankee Stadium. Babe Ruth once said, uh, MLS Cup Final will be played right here yeah. in the building I built. I remember the great speech today, today, today. I can say, say, say that I'm the luckiest, luckiest, luckiest man, man, man in the world, world, world. Except, except, except for everyone, everyone, everyone who's going to be at MLS Cup, Cup, Cup in this very room, 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 room. Lovely. Yes. Oh, my God. Most people don't know it, the it, second it, bars. Yeah. It was like it was like it was yesterday. <laughs> I remember the, the black and white but, footage of it. Yeah, <laughs> but these matches in the playoffs have been incredible so far. Obviously, you, uh, uh, penalty kicks for Philadelphia and Nashville. Nashville missing every single penalty. Bro, how does that happen? Almost unheard of. I don't. know. How does that happen? By the way, has every match gone to 120 minutes? <laughs> like, a lot of them these have. poor players. <laughs> it's cold. This is a summer league. It's now freezing and. They have to run for 120 <laughs> minutes every every game. What is the, happening? Uh, the other match, um, uh, RSL and Sporting Kansas City, a heartbreak of a loss for Sporting Kansas City. Bobby Wood in like the uh, it was like the oh, 90 something yeah. minute, 91st, oh, yeah, right. yeah, second yeah, yeah. minute. Um with the with the 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 nail in the coffin, uh, and 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 getting that goal. Bobby Wood, who the dude who a uh, uh, part of a relegated team. In in uh in Bundesliga, out of the men's I, national team, out of the men's national up. team, almost forgotten. What yeah. he scored that goal, and I did. I saw about like ten to thirty tweets of like Bobby Wood plays for RSL. <laughs> Bobby yeah, Wood yeah, is yeah, in America yeah. right now. Wait, Bobby Wood's American again? <laughs> we had no idea. Uh, look, it was it's when you watch that game, the two RSL playoff games, you're like they can't possibly. Oh my god! Right. Every time. And look, you got to give credit to uh, a Mastro Eni, who's found a way to at least give them confidence. I don't know that he yeah. set, set them up to play uh, really well, but the confidence that they play with, it's like, what else you got to lose? That's kind of, I, you can I, tell how they're playing. Right. And Mastro Eni, especially, he, you know, he's the assistant. He was the assistant at RSL, but he used to, he used to be the coach uh, for Colorado Rapids for years. He's a, a, a proven coach. And right. uh, when, when Freddie, if you don't uh, Juarez, follow MLS, their head coach left to become an assistant at another right. MLS team. That that RSL beat in the playoffs. That RSL beat in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Your head coach was like, I don't want to be the king here. I'm going to go be an assistant over there. And then loses to the team he used to be the head coach of. Yeah. It's MLS. This would only happen in MLS. Imagine Ole Gunnar Solskjaer be, left on his own accord to become the assistant at, I don't know, you know, Stoke, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, it's a good gig. It's a good gig. It's a good gig if you can get it. Oh man. So the, uh, look, uh, the, these games have been, uh, incredible. Obviously the, yeah. So this weekend, uh, a big slate of games and we're gonna, we're, we're going to be in England and we have to, we're going to watch the MLS cup playoffs from, England, which which we've never experienced before, no. we we got to find a, a pub and be like, hey, we need to turn on MLS right now. We're going to be at it's, a pub. And by the way, it's eight p.m. <laughs> local time in Liverpool yeah. when the game is going to be shown. So we're going to say like, hey, at peak bar time. Hey, excuse me, <laughs> uh, would you mind putting on Sky Sports? There is a Major League Soccer playoff <laughs> game, and they're going to be like, the words you use after Sky Sports right. have confused yes, sir. me. Uh, uh, soccer, one soccer, please. <laughs> yeah. I would like a soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, the Philadelphia Union are playing a New York City football club. We would like to see that, please. And uh, and a uh, pint of your finest, Carlsberg. <laughs> Thank you. Good, sir. Okay. Good chap. All right. Yeah, cheerio. 
<laughs> they love it when you say that. They that's don't how they speak. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, it, it's 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 an interesting time because it's been a year, a little over a year since uh, our friend Daryl Grove of Total Soccer Show passed away, and uh, it's it's been. It, Interesting to see the, the the continued amount of love and support. And uh, November 29th, you know, as they mentioned it on Taylor mentioned it on Total Soccer Show as well, it, which is Daryl Grove's birthday. Yeah. Uh, it is now also International Daryl Grove Day, where we can take the time to remember uh, uh, a man who was so much appreciated by uh, the American soccer community. And uh, yeah, so, you know, we just saw a couple clips, uh, uh, some throwback clips from when uh, when they were on the show. And, I, you know, it, it, even this this Monday, this November 29th was a, a I loved seeing all, all the tweets and all the remembrance and people saying like, that they that they miss Daryl and, and miss hearing his voice and uh you know every even the, the especially this this year with the U.S. men's national team which uh you know this this Englishman loved the U.S. men's national yeah. team more than almost anyone I ever, knew more ever about met. it than most Americans which is crazy <laughs> and, and to to see the the the, the highs and lows the, the the successes that the U.S. men's national team uh, has had that part of it is like something's missing from that that uh like joy and excitement because that was not with us to celebrate it but every yeah, every the experience is different now without him but you know right. what what i've tried to do in the past year and especially in remembrance of his birthday is think about like you know what what he brought to to the game and try to perpetuate that as much as possible um he brought so much validity and so much love to the american game itself and so much attention that you know we typically wouldn't get so we try to do the same thing and at the same time you try to be a good person like he was you know um i know taylor uh, mentioned uh richmond conexiones which is um a charity that he was a big part of that helps latin youth which look at that right if he was 20 30 years older he would have helped us you know if we grew up in in richmond um so they actually <laughs> no, he, just gave he was a, our mentor yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could have been my dad dude um he, they gave away the daryl grove award uh which is absolutely amazing um i'm not sure exactly who won it but that's a it's a beautiful thing uh so if you have the patch or if you have a photo of uh with him when you if you got to see him at the world cup comedy tour or somewhere else or if you just have a memory of of daryl you know hold it close um you know when virgil abloh passed away i put something on instagram that basically said like you know, look, no one is ever going to understand your goal, your goals, your drive and, and your determination to do something that you love and that you want to do. But just do it. You know what I mean? It, it, it really time is the only thing that is really precious that we don't know how much of it we have. So go spend it doing something you actually want to do. Not what other people think you should do. And uh, his uh, Daryl's widow, Shannon, reached out and said, this is exactly uh, how Daryl uh, thought. He goes, look, you know. I may not have the biggest podcast in the world, but at least I don't have to go do something I don't want to do like a corporate job or something else. And at the end of the day, whether it's something small or a life changing thing, go do something you have always wanted to do. Go be with somebody that you've always wanted to be with. Go talk to someone you love and tell the people around you that you love them because you never know when they're going to be gone. You never know when you're going to be gone. Um, And, you know, Daryl, I don't know. I don't know what you I don't know what I believe in. So I don't know if you can hear me, but if you can. I love you, and I miss you, brother. So, like we said, like Alexis mentioned, uh, Richmond Conexiones. Feel free to donate uh, to uh, an awesome organization that helps uh, Latinx ch- kids in 
Richmond uh, w- with like soccer programs, coat drives, tutoring. Uh, you know, they do book drives. They do a, a lot of great stuff. So feel free to donate. Uh, the the link is on the screen uh, right now. R- RichmondConexiones.org. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, you'll see it in the in the the description. Uh, so click on that link and and help support. Uh, also, someone. That Daryl was also a very huge fan of will be joining us in a moment. Tim Howard uh, will be talking to us in a moment. We uh, just a, a heads up. We filmed this interview in Foxborough, Massachusetts, while right before the, the NYCFC and New England uh, Revolution playoff game. So you'll see us in a different location. <laughs> yeah. uh, but with, you know, there's still there's still a lot of love there. Trust me. Uh, so Tim Howard is coming up next. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors. Actually, it's us, and it's our Twitch channel. That's right. You know, you've seen us on, on Fubo TV. You've, seen, you've listened to us on the podcast. Maybe you've uh, clicked like on one of our personal seductive photos on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you know how we love those body pics. <laughs> okay. We're trying to... We know the game, all right? We're not going to... Anything for, for likes and views, baby. Yo, that that's, you know, that, that's what you got to do nowadays. But we're also on Twitch. We live stream... Uh, Every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for Prem Show, uh, but we do other stuff as well. We do watch alongs. Uh, we, you know, we 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 uh, interview people. Uh, it's a, we play FIFA, uh, and we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on there. So join us on Twitch. Hit the follow button. It is free. That's right. So just go to Twitch.tv/SoccerCooligans or make it easy for yourself and just go to eltwitch.com. That's e l t w i t c h e dot com, and that'll bring you right to our account. And hit that follow button right now. What you waiting for? I want you to do the intro. Oh my goodness! Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if I can I can get through it because I'm too <laughs> nervous. But an absolute honor to introduce uh, our next guest. Uh, you may you may remember him as the Secretary of Defense. That's right. Okay, Salute the, this man when you see him. All right, in the we're talking politics today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I mean in in Everton legend, uh, men's in, national men, team, legend. U.S. men's national team, New York, New Jersey Metro Stars legend. Legend. Uh, also, New Jersey legend. <laughs> I please a big warm welcome for the one and only Tim Howard. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate. It. Hey, everything's good, man. Everything's good. I appreciate the Metro Star shout out. It's old school, right? Yeah. You know, and that's where let's let's start with. Well, no, no, no. Come on, hold on. I, I let you do the <laughs> intro, but we got to have the first question. <laughs> My guy's from Jersey. All right, 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 yes, I'm born and raised in Newark. You know what it is. Everybody that comes in, I don't care if it's Bob Bradley. I don't care if you're Greg Berhalter. I don't care who you are. You're from Jersey. You get the first question, and this dictates whether we even continue the interview or not. Is it Taylor Ham or is it pork roll? It's pork roll. I mean, that's just how we did in Central Jersey. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what, though? You a legend, so you get to stay. You get to stay. Wow. But nah, it's Taylor Ham, baby. <laughs> I even tried to give you an out there, Tim. I told you I was from Newark. I'm I know. from the North. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I'm from Central Jersey. I got pork roll, which sounds nasty. A Taylor Ham is so much better. Pork roll sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you got to respect Taylor. He invented it. Tim Howard, uh, thank you uh, so much for being here. Again, it's an absolute honor. I mean, I, a lot of people know, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big Everton fan. Uh, we're both huge U.S. men's national team fans. We grew up 
watching you. That way, and that is not we're not trying to age you or <laughs> make you feel old. Uh, but you know, you mentioned uh, as little babies, we saw your retirement announcement, <laughs> and now here we are, grown men. I mentioned I mentioned uh, the the Metro Stars. That's where I you my, my first soccer games I went to. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I would go watch you play, and and everybody was like, you got to watch. You got to watch this guy. And, and, and we, it, I, even though at that time I didn't know too much about the game, but I knew everybody told me this guy is, is somebody special. And then you end up going to Manchester United. So that really, the, 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 I, I think at the time we didn't know what we had. We weren't, we yeah. weren't aware. We, the, the American mm-hmm. soccer culture wasn't as uh, uh, informed, I would say. But from when you left right. uh, uh, New Jersey and, and ended up going to, to England, when, when it comes to that, that American soccer acumen, what, what is what, how did it feel when you came back and you were like, yo, a lot's changed. Everybody, everybody's very well aware of what's going on uh, over in Europe. Well, I mean, similarly, you know, I'm, I'm, I come from immigrant parents and anybody who's in the New York, New Jersey area, uh, most of our first memories are, are somewhere in the Meadowlands, the old giant stadium, now MetLife, but uh, whether it's Red Bull Arena, whatever. That that's the area where people, you know, like I said, from immigrant parents, it was like there was a big game at the Meadowlands. I think it was USA versus Peru, and that was the first sat all the way up in the stands in 1988 or something. And uh, I just remembered. I remember the first Metro Star game that I went to when I was in high school. And so, you know, I go back to all those years, and it was it was primitive. Soccer in America was young. There wasn't supporters groups. There wasn't, you know, this, I would go, I remember going to Kansas City or, or, or to, uh, Chicago and the fans were nice. They were like, all right, can I have your autograph? And now you go there and they don't want to know about you. They want to boo and spit on you and all this crazy stuff. And that, <laughs> and that's cool. And that all happened while I was, while I was living abroad and playing in the Premier League. And then I come back and it's like, man, everybody's got their own stadiums. Um, the fan bases are crazy. They're excited. They're, it's a, it's a passion now. And, and we have that in America. Let, let me ask you about when you first get to Europe and, and, you know, you became like a, you were a very good goalkeeper when you first got to Manchester United, mm-hmm. but you became a legend when you got to Everton. And it was the first mm-hmm. time that I actually saw, because I didn't get a really, I didn't really get a chance to witness the McBride stuff as much. It's the first time I saw a European fan base just accept an American. Um, first, how did that feel? And second of all, did you have to tone down the New Jersey when the disrespectful <laughs> chant started? Because, you know, we are, we, we're built a certain way, Tim, right? <laughs> There's only so much we yeah. can think, you know? <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, look, I think that I was always going to make it. You know, I was always going to make it. I, I um, you know, I, I, I went over there. I tried. I failed. I, I, I had some successes. I had some bumps in the road, but I was, I was always going to succeed. My mindset was, I was so focused. Um, that I was going to make it. And then I went to Everton and I just found a home there. You know, some people, you find a little pocket in life, you find a little niche and uh, I found a home. And so, uh, you know, again, one of the greatest things in my life is that I, I became an Evertonian. I became one of them. We were the same and uh, it took hard work and it took loyalty and dedication. Um, but yeah, I love it. I mean, that club is, you know, like I said, I, I play for Manchester United, which is the biggest football club in the world. Right. <laughs> really. And speaking of being an Evertonian, I am, I am an Evertonian because of you, Tim. Okay. I, I, I got the luxury of, of, uh, it, when Everton were playing, uh, at the Florida Cup, uh, in Orlando, I got to yeah. shake your hand and tell you, 
You're it's your fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're the reason because look, this is this is what I want to I want to uh, deride you for and praise you for because the obviously the the results it, the ups and downs it's a, it's it's challenging. Following any football club, mm-hmm. we all know that. But the one thing that has been amazing, especially uh, I got to you know as. People know we're going. I'm going to my first match at Goodison Park uh, on Monday to see Everton take again uh, take on mm-hmm. Arsenal. Uh, and the one thing, mm-hmm. especially going to Florida and meeting other Evertonians from all over the United States and from uh, even some from Europe as well, the 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 kindness, the 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 warmth, the the like. Thank you for you know supporting this club i know you're not from liverpool and, and but but it means the world that you would you would support such a club with with so much history and being in, in orlando getting to meet all those people seeing you on stage seeing how excited everybody was uh to to meet you made me even more proud to with the decision that I made. I'm like, this is, yeah, <laughs> we, we, could, we, we'll be talking about a club winning all these trophies or whatever, but it's like, there's something, uh, there's a family that I didn't even know I was a part of. And that, that's what Tim Howard yes. had brought, brought to my life. Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, I, I appreciate it because Everton is the people's club. It's a family club. And that's what I fell in love with when I first went there was I was like, this is more my speed. I'm a fabric of this club and, and the people, the lunch ladies and the kit men and the fans, everybody's the same. Everybody's the same. No, nobody's higher than anybody else. Um, and that, and that's the fan to, fans as well. And I got to be honest, it, it is, that's what I, what I love about now being retired, having, brought a generation of, of Americans to love Everton. And so now that I don't play anymore, I have that in common with them. And so many people like yourself will come up to me and say, Hey, I support Everton because of you. And I'm just like, it makes me feel like on top of the world. We're going to England. We're going to, we're going to go to Goodison Park. It's going to be my first time there. I like both of ours first time there, but Alexis will be with the Arsenal fans in the away end uh, watching this game. <laughs> Can any, do you have any memories or th- uh, things or, or any anecdotes of, of, you know, playing against Arsenal? Anything that we should look out for or prepare for for that, that particular uh, match day? Well, listen, yeah, yeah, I do. Listen, you, I said Manchester United, I play for them. They're the great, the biggest club in the world. Everton is the greatest football club in the world. When you walk into Goodison, be prepared to be walking into paradise. It is, is a throwback, um, to the old, what, what football is actually supposed to be walking through those turnstiles, seeing the pitch and, and the old, older type stadium. Get yourself a pint of beer and a pie and then you'd be full on English. You'd be ready for the game. <laughs> nice. Uh, when you look back though, playing at Goodison Park, is there, is there like a, a memory you have of like uh, maybe like what the, the toughest striker you went up against or or like one of those moments? Because mm. one of the things that we keep hearing from Everton fans is that it feels like there's like the ghosts of old Everton are there. You know, like <laughs> it's such an old stadium that it feels like mm-hmm. the old players are looking out yes. for you and still there. Yeah. Is there somewhere you remember you're like, damn, how did I do that <laughs> in that stadium? <laughs> Well, I you know, actually, a game Lennon Donovan played in, I scored a goal. Uh, I think it was 2012. Um, but, you know, and, and that's one that sticks into my memory because of just the fans' reaction. Um, but always walking out of the tunnel, you'll hear Zed Cars, which is the theme song that Everton comes out to. And it's a dark, rickety, really tight tunnel. And I can just remember walking down and then you walk back up and it's, you know, you, you see the heavens and you hear that, you hear the noise of the crowd lift because obviously their heroes, their idols are about to, 
um, to, to take the field. And I was one of them. So again, very blessed. When you look back at that time, one of the things that I remember as an Arsenal fan, there wasn't many times other than when you were playing where I'm like, oh, I need to watch this game. And it was like, yo, Tim Howard's there. <laughs> he makes us look great. The dude's from Jersey. But when, when Landon Donovan went on loan, what do you remember about that era? Because the first thing I remember is people were like, hey, this American's pretty good. And I'm like, yo, we got two of them now in this squad. And then he did come back to MLS. And a lot of MLS fans, even at the time, were like, yo, we, we wish he would have stayed out there because we thought, especially at that era, that it would have sort of maybe changed the perception a little bit faster of Americans. And we'll ask you about some of the Americans that are doing it now. But talk to me about that time. How did you feel about him going back uh, back to MLS. Did you had hope at that time that he had stayed? Because he was playing well. Selfishly, I hope he stayed because he was a, he was a brilliant footballer and he was a match winner. And at the time with Everton, we were a bunch of grinders. You know, we were, we were cut from this cloth that David Moyes molded and we didn't have a lot of match. We had Steven Pinar, maybe one or two others, but really Landon came in and this was a guy who could play in the Premier League and, and, and be elite. Um, so selfishly, I wanted him to, but let's, let's never, you know, we, no one in the universe or in Americans soccer can question Landon Donovan's career. He did it right. He earned his money. He won a lot of things. And so, um, but again, I didn't want to see him get back on that plane because I, I needed, I needed a teammate to score goals. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, uh, you know, we, we've had Landon Donovan on the show and, and for us, I mean, this, these are monumental, you know, you, you guys, you two in particular have provided such incredible moments for the, for the American soccer fan. But then for us directly, we're like, we actually get to say, yo, thank you for scoring <laughs> yeah. that goal against Algeria. How did it feel to make that pass? This was, this is incredible. I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, bro. You could have thrown a curveball for the Yankees with that arm. Uh, when, you, when you saw Landon Donovan score that goal. <laughs> what, did, what did you in your head? Were you like, yo, I, I'm, I should get an assist here. <laughs> I, did, I did just as much as he did. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, those boys get those forward boys get all the glory, and, and I'm proud of them. I in that moment when you're you're at the, the pinnacle of your career. You're in the biggest game. I was just hoping we didn't, they didn't, you know, didn't concede and, and draw the game. It was, a, it was a brilliant moment to be a part of in U.S. soccer history. But Landon and Clint and, and Josie and the big boys, they get all the credit as they should. <laughs> always, always getting all the, the love, the humility. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, of speaking of, you know, uh, we're about to have a, a World Cup next year. But I, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, the, the Secretary of Defense. I mean, the, that that I actually, it's interesting. I I did a. I remember doing a comedy show where it, we, we had to do like PowerPoint presentations and I did a PowerPoint presentation on you, on the fact that you were called the Secretary of Defense and making all those saves and all the memes that were created. Yeah, I literally so. did slides of like all the different memes of you, like stopping a meteor, all this other <laughs> stuff. But I mean, what does that do for your, I mean, obviously it was a tough loss against, uh, you know, to, to, mm. to get bounced out of the World mm. Cup uh, in that fashion. But the, the, the what does it do for, as you, for your personal career and when you get back you got back to your club and everybody saw what you just accomplished uh, did did it, a, a certain level of it like yeah we yeah we we lost in the walk in like the price went up hey okay <laughs> but you tell your agent <laughs> next contract <laughs> I don't know if you watched the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah look, I, I think I think I had all you know. I played in the Premier League for however you know a decade plus before that World Cup, so there was, I wasn't doing anything different. You know, uh, I think the 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 greatest thing about that World Cup and that performance against Belgium was that we 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 as a team got to see 
soccer transition in America to mainstream. You know, it became, it became less about just the soccer fans and now everybody was paying attention. And that's just a cool thing to be a part of. It sucked to lose. But again, we went toe to toe with one of, uh, Europeans golden generations, you know, Belgium. That's the best team they've had in. 30 years, you know? Um, and so uh, we, we can be proud of ourselves for that night. I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, I, in, in that game, obviously there's always a lot of talk, trash talk being said on any game. You made so mm. many incredible saves. What were the Belgium, some of the Belgian players must've been like, yo, Tim, really dog? Like you, <laughs> yo, chill. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> you know, it, in the moment, they're just trying to whoop my tail, you know. So they, you can see it on their faces. So I think when you're locked in and you and you're competing at that level, you can see it on their faces <laughs> that they're just kind of kind of mesmerized that there's another save. The raise of the eyebrows and the shaking of the head. So um, I just I try to stay locked in. I would have asked to swap jerseys with you just so that I could burn it to get rid of the omen <laughs> that you left on that team. You know? <laughs> uh, true. Let's talk a little bit about the, the the goalkeeping class for the for for U.S. men's national team right now. I mean, there's you know I've seen you uh, uh, talk about this as well, just about fighting for mm. your position, right? And and Zach yeah. Steffen and Matt Turner are are in that position where where Greg Berhalter has like a tough decision to make almost every. Every single game. What is? Uh, how do you feel about this? This last few years of the, the goal, uh, the goalkeeping class that you've seen. Well, I, look, I think it's always there's only one shirt. You know, you can't get subbed in and sub. I mean, you can, but no one ever subs in the goalkeeper. You know, and so there's one shirt to fight for. Look, I think Zach Stefan is supremely talented. I've, I've I've been on record saying it. I think he's, I think he's the sky's the limit for him. Um, Matt Turner's had a brilliant season for New England, you know, and, and he's not really put a foot wrong when he's been asked to play for the national team. And so, uh, if I, you know, if whoever's, whoever plays, the other guy's going to be upset, you know, I think ultimately, you know, when you look at Zach Steffen, you're looking at a generational talent that, um, you know, in years to come should be, if, if all things go well, the greatest U.S. goalkeeper, uh, there was or is. But again, time will tell that, but he has the ability. When you, in your career, one of the biggest benefits that you had was you got playing time. Um, and when you moved to Everton, you got a chance to be the starter unless you were injured. Mm -hmm. When you look at Zach Steffen, he's number two to an incredible goalkeeper. Do you say to somebody like him, if you were guiding their career, go get playing time or stay where you're going? Because you got a guy like Matt Turner who's nipping at your heels. Uh, great question. Um you just signed a contract essentially to 2025. So what I would say for any, uh, any athlete is this is your job. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Get as much money as you can and make as much money as you can because unlike other professions, this is going to be finished at 35 if you're lucky. Um, and I can, you know, and so first and foremost, get, get that sorted out. Uh, he's on the right path. He's not going to sit, he's not going to sit on the bench for, you know, for very long, whether that's at Manchester City or if he has to go on loan and get games, he'll do that. But I think he's doing it in the right way. And look, if he has to take a hit here or there because Matt Turner is going to play one or two games while he's not getting as many minutes, that's, part of it but he's he's on the right path okay and let me just remind you just how jersey my guy is he goes yo first thing secure the bag <laughs> secure. you know get that money <laughs> right you know what i mean that's it that's it i love tim howard yo this is my guy he's like first piece of advice get that guap second piece True. of advice get more guap <laughs> okay just tim howard financial advisor llc i love it <laughs> hell yeah dog I love this. <laughs> These guys are called Gully Squad, all right? Because that's how we keep it. We keep it going. Right. Uh, and we give them the opportunity to ask up a question. 
<laughs> I ain't seen my guy get it. Stack that money. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so we, we let them ask a couple questions. We got a great question from Mike Thomas, uh, who's a Philadelphia Union fan. He said, and this is one of my favorite things about retirement. Tim Howard is the exercise and don't stop. He just gets a beautiful editor and he puts it on Instagram. The, the thirst traps are real. Uh, do you have any tattoo regrets? And you are covered essentially head to toe uh, in tattoos. Uh, do you have any tattoo regrets? Uh, man, I got a lot of tattoo regrets. I mean, I'm, I'm nearly, you know, probably 90% of my body's covered. So, uh, yeah. So that being said, there's probably a whole handful of regrettable tattoos, but they're on there to tell a story. So good fun. Okay. <laughs> I wonder where they are. Look at his Instagram. He shows you every body part, basically. So you'll get to see it. They're all over. One thing I cut, this, this was about what, three years ago? There was a, um, a tattoo that you uh, a picture of you getting a tattoo like on yeah. the, the side of your butt on your butt kind of like what I mean <laughs> yeah. bro you you know what you're asking for when you yeah. put that on the internet the comments are gonna be fierce okay hey, if I did that they would ban me from Instagram <laughs> <laughs> listen listen we had some party tats with my boys in a band and you know people on the internet go crazy so I can't help I can't help them that they're on their own with that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's like that old um, uh, Ted Alexandro joke. Uh, he's like, I can't control who's looking. I just got to bring the heat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, we have we have a couple more questions. I think this is a really good one. This is actually from um, I'm trying to find who wrote it. Uh, basically, it's oh yeah, from Siri Brown. Uh, look, you probably prepared really heavily when you were a player. What's some of your pregame, uh, you know, uh, rules or your routine for now that you're on air? Do you do anything different? Are you still doing a bunch of push-ups or whatever? What is your pregame for now being an on-air commentator? Um, you know, just again, a lot of preparation. It's less, you know, less physical and obviously more studying, repetition, uh, loads of research notes. I just always make sure, I, and I have brilliant producers there at NBC, and um, you know, they always said just make sure you're over prepared and you have you have you have more notes and information and and statistics and comments than you'll ever use on air. And so I always go home every weekend. I probably have a you know page is full of stuff I didn't use, but I always make sure I have it. Okay, yeah, you got to... Well, you, hold on, send it to us, because we don't prepare at all. <laughs> we, uh, we need it. You got some leftover. Send you it know, as well. You got to put Robbie Musto in his place, <laughs> bro. <you know? laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, man. This is an absolute honor. Um, we have a couple pieces of business before we let you go. We have to get to our Galasso cool. gift. I know that you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, that you scored, you did score a goal yeah. uh, for Everton Football Club. It, it, one of the most amazing uh, things you'll you'll ever see. But to be honest, and you've said this many times, you didn't celebrate that goal because you said, you know, a goalkeeper scoring against another goalkeeper in that fashion, you know, you didn't want to, uh, you know, embarrass him in any, in any way. But that's all done yeah, for yeah, yeah. Well, this is scratch that. All right. <laughs> this is your opportunity to celebrate that. I'm goal scoring. Weight. If I score, <laughs> yeah. I'm celebrating next time. Okay, so then let's let's give you a scenario. Okay. Let's say you're about to you're about to run up. You're a goalkeeper. You're about to run up. At end of the match, it's a corner. The coach is sending you up. And on the way up, the coach says, By the way, I know you're an owner of Memphis 901. Everybody go check out Memphis 901. Get season tickets if you're in Memphis. <laughs> But if you score a goal right now in this corner at the end of this match, we'll also make you part owner of Everton, huh? Okay. Not a bad deal. <laughs> Not a bad deal. So you score the header. How do you celebrate Tim Howard? Ball goes in. Bang. 
Boom! That's how I'm celebrating. <laughs> Hit him with the... <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay? I'm surprised it wasn't the give me the money. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Tim Howard, this is a, this is a great preparation for, for my first time at Goodison Park. I'm honored uh, that I did, that this is this was the pregame uh, to my first match at Goodison Park. Seriously, I, I will treasure it forever. Good. So, uh, thank you again uh, for joining us, man. Is there anything you want to uh, let people know about uh, before we let you go? Uh, well, most importantly, is is this holiday season and any time of the year? You know, I. I in my, in my heart work with Ronald McDonald um, House Charities. It's just something that we have here in Memphis and all over the country. It's near and dear to my heart. And it's, um, you know, I, I, when, when families go through what they go through, to be able to have the housing um, and all the accommodations and food and gifts that Ronald McDonald House Charities provides, um, it's priceless. So go check that out. That's awesome. Absolutely. Everybody do that. And uh, yeah, look, I know he's the big Everton fan, but yeah, it was a dude from Jersey growing up, getting to see you shine. That was awesome. Uh, Especially for those of us in Newark who grew up without dads, which was everyone in Newark. You basically (laughs) were like, yeah, look, our older brother's doing pretty good. You know? (laughs) An inspiration. (laughs) You know? And maybe we could go to Europe, go say what's up. And they're like, everybody stay out. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, It's absolutely awesome. An honor. Thank you so much again, Tim Howard. All right, everybody, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels uh also follow at fubo sports and subscribe to the fubo sports youtube channel for full episodes of the show and more clips uh as well okay tim well we're gonna end the show the way we normally do as is tradition so please join us uh, in this uh again absolutely honored uh, to have you join us so for tim howard my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerreros and together what are we the cooligans Cooligans. let's go cooligans baby